Emperor Pigs is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash emperorpigs and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash emperorpigs. Greetings, mortals! It is I, Lord Holgar, and I'm... Not in this episode. Again. So, while I've been waiting for my grand re-entrance, I've been biding my time reading a little book called Voices by Paul Hikari. It's a collection of journal entries, transcripts, newspaper clippings, and other kinds of documents that trace the unique journeys of several fascinating individuals. Ranging from a university student learning how to fight to an old war veteran, to my personal favorite of the bunch, a serial killer haunted by nightmares of his own ongoing murder spree. Oh, it's wonderful. Their stories intertwine in an epic war against some evil forces and their floating citadel. It makes more sense than it sounds like it should, trust me. Uh, check it out! Voices by Paul Hikari, available now on Amazon.com. Now, if you'll excuse me... Hi, uh, you've reached Persephone Rose, the executive producer for Pulse to Roach. I'm not available right now, but feel free to leave one of those message things after the beep. Persephone! Hello! It's Lord Holgar here. Why have you been avoiding my call? The following we audio really program may contain content not suitable for show. some humans. I mean, I am your Listener discretion is advised. Editor. Don't do your boy dirty, daddy. Previously on Emperor Pigs. Peter here is a gorgon. And under that wibbly-wobbly turban is a head of terrifying snakes that turn anyone who sees them into stone. Gordon's always trying to hire humans. Hey, Fernod, Rove, how's it going? Fernod here keeps finding ways to make them disappear. <laughs> His latest kick has been tricking them into seeing Pete's snakes. There's another delivery waiting to go out in the back if you're up for it. All right, great. <laughs> I'm able to sell them online as statues for a pretty decent sum. Gordon doesn't realize it since I do the bookkeeping. Isn't anyone looking for them? Nah, mostly nobody's. Jaguar and I are officers of the ARPD. It stands for Alternative Realities Police Department. Think of us as Border Patrol for the multiverse. I've turned my dearest friend to stone. My decapitation is the only way to break the spell. To bring Gordon the Maggie back. Please, there has to be another way. I'm sorry, Rogue. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone, for coming. We are gathered here today to celebrate the life and mourn the loss of our dear friend, Peter. I still couldn't believe that Peter was dead. None of us probably could. Well, yeah, I was kind of an asshole to the guy. But I was, I, I'm, I'm an asshole to everybody. So it's not like this was my fault. So, uh... uh Shut up, Fernand. I mean, it's not like he put any effort into trying to find another way. He could have asked. He could have called me instead of Rovi. He could have... Fernand, please just be quiet. Yeah, you know, I think Fernand's going to head out now. Yeah. Can I go too? I didn't even know the guy. Sit down! 
Neither of you are going anywhere without my say-so. <laughs> Whatever. Now I'd like to invite Peter's friend and mentor, Gordon Tsar, to say a few words. Thank you, Minister. It is with a very, very heavy heart that I say goodbye to my dear friend, Peter. Not only was he an extraordinary man with unrivaled culinary skill, he was also the most courageous and selfless soul I've ever known. Pete took his own life to break a curse that had turned several of us into stone. If he hadn't, I wouldn't be standing here. Thank you, Peter. We owe you a huge debt. What the? What the what? What are those things? Statues? Katie was right. An army of stone men and women had arrived and were trashing the place. It took me a minute to put together what was going on. They're after Peter! Somebody do something! Good idea! I jerked hard on Conrad's leash and swung him at the nearest statue. Ow! Fuck! It had no effect. Huh. Come on! You'll pay for that stone shit! In the name of the Death Goddess of Fire, please ignore the path to our salvation. In the name of the Elkhart, Goddess of Water, please grant us your ever-flowing wisdom to keep us safe. In the name of Gilroy, Spare us the non-denominational crap. My brothers! We have the Gorgon's head! We may finally rest! Now, let's get wasted! Hey, get back here with that! Was that? Carl, our old delivery driver. and demons start running the pizza shop emperor picks pizza and six pizza and cigarettes the city of rochia man has this place gone downhill welcome to emperor pigs featuring sarah mcmanus as rove jessica rose as maggie Persephone Rose as Fernod, Toast Chi as Conrad, Jordan Oren as KT, and Carlos Ortega Jr. as Gordon Czar. Any luck, Grove? I wish. Hacking another person's computer takes a long time and a lot of effort. Not like you see in the movies. Okay, uh, have you tried snakes? Yeah, Gordon, I'm not an idiot. Of course I tried snakes. How about with the dollar sign for the S's and the number three for the E? Yes, I tried that too. Okay, okay. What about Medusa? Look, you want to give it a try, boss man? No, no. You're better off with the computer stuff. Then sod off. I'm still leashed here. Here, have a biscuit. Thanks. Could I get one of those? Sure, okay. 
thanks. About a week had passed since those statues took Peter's head, and Gordon put us all to work on tracking them down. Even Fernard came along to help out. Of course, he claims he was just bored, but I suspect he missed Pete just as much as the rest of us. Hey, uh, look, uh, Gordon, uh, I've been thinking. You know, uh, with Peter gone, you guys could probably use some help around the store. So, uh, I'll be back, yeah? Now isn't the time, Fernod. Oh, please, you know I have a baby on the way and I'm married now, thanks to some asinine legal loophole nonsense. But if I don't have that with the money, Alberta's going to skin me alive and Fernod doesn't handle being skinned alive very well. You should have thought about that before you quit. Or before you put your eggplant into that nice woman's peach. Oh, come on! Didn't you guys hear me? She's going to skin me alive! <sighs> Fernod, we've got more important matters to attend right now than whether or not you get your old job. Which, I might add, I was under the impression that you hated back. I did hate the job! But that doesn't mean I hated you guys! Look, we'll talk about it later, okay? I'm in! So there I was, suspended in the air by the pulsing green appendage that stretched my oh anus my God, to the breaking ew, point. Oh turn it off, turn it off. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm trying. see the approaching legion. Ah, <sighs> <sighs> oh, shucks, it was just getting good. Okay, let's get back on task. What else is on there? Here's the ledger. Hmm. This confirms it. It looks like the living statues we saw at the funeral were some of Pete's victims. More specifically, these particular statues appear to have come from the private collections of one Dr. James Singer. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. He's that autopsy whack job with the stiff fetish that tried to abort me last week. Well, great, let's go. Yeah, sure. Leave me here, why don't you? Hey, Sophie. Play Amalinda, Tentacle Queen of Europa. Playing Amalinda, Tentacle Queen of Europa. I now knew what set the queen apart from the other tentaculosaurs. Each wiggly tentacle was covered in mammary glands. Fuck now yeah. I'm no biologist, but it surely seemed that the queen. You like the Twilight Zone? What about Tales from the Crypt? Or perhaps Black Mirror? Well, we got you covered. The Other Stories is a weekly short story podcast. We've got sci-fi, horror, thriller, and weird stories delivered right to your podcast feed every Monday morning. So find us on your favorite podcast app or go to acast.com forward slash the other stories. And remember, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are the other stories. Who is it? Emperor Pigs. I didn't order any pizza. Actually, we're here to talk about your dealings with one of our former employees. If it's about those statues the Gorgon sold me, forget it. They they all just came to life one day and ran away. When did this happen? Two weeks ago. I was doing an autopsy in a Cerberus when suddenly all of the statues came to life and attacked me. And then... And then they just... Ran off. Do you mind if we come in and have a look? Hell no! What if they come back and finish me off? What if they attack you too? And before you ask, no, I don't know where they are now. All right. Thank you for your time.
You know, maybe we should just give up. Give up? Yeah, I mean, if Peter hadn't cut off his head, we'd all still be stone statues back in the lobby. I know it sounds selfish of me to say, but but he saved us. Maybe the best thing we can honor his memory with is just to go back to work and live our lives. That's all the more reason why we can't give up, Maggie. He gave his life so we could all live again. We'd be doing him a disservice if we just let those the statues get away with his head. Yeah, it's not like a devil steel could have saved you instead. What did you say? I said it's not like a devil's deal who could have saved you instead. Why do you ask? I was livid. That little intellectually stunted prick was just now telling us that there had been another way all along. That Peter didn't actually have to... to die. Wait a fucking minute. You're telling me that you had another way to reverse the petrification. And you never thought to tell Peter before he killed himself? Hey! I'm only a one-quarter devil! I can't make a deal that powerful! You still knew it was possible. And that means you must know somebody who could have made the deal. Well, my mother probably, but I hate her! Why would I... At the risk of sounding cliche. All right, break it up. Who are these guys? <sighs> Alternative Realities Police Department. Time-Space Cohesion Unit. Handling affairs related to interdimensional smuggling and terrorism. We go way back. Yes. Thank you for introducing us, Rove. Alternative realities? You mean that's actually a thing? There could be another reality out there where I'm a sexy cyborg wizard? Um... Let's just cut to the chase. We have reason to believe that you've been in an incident concerning the recently deceased Gorgon, Peter. We need you to come with us and elaborate. Guys, before any of you object, do what they say. Trust me, you're better off complying. Indeed, as you can surely attest, Rove. So let me get this straight. Peter turned creatures into stone across how many different dimensions? By our count, 47, yours included. How is that even possible? Pete wasn't originally from our world. And you're saying that when Peter died, the curse was only broken in some kind of limited coverage area? That's right. Only statues within this radius at the time of Peter's death were perfectly depetrified. Beyond that range, the spell was only partially broken, sometimes to disastrous results, like the living statue entities you guys encountered. And that's just on your world. The effects of the spell breaking had even stronger ramifications for the other dimensions concerned. Oh yeah? Like what? Oh, God, John, God. 
These videos were taken in various realities affected by the curse breaking. Are those? The Easter Island statues. My gods! So what do we do? We believe that Peter's head needs to be thrown into the abyss between universes. If our calculations are correct, doing so would delete his presence from all time space, effectively circumventing all of this by creating an alternate timeline. Where Peter never existed. Exactly. It's um, just like pressing Control-Z after accidentally typing something naughty in the wrong email. Not that I type anything naughty in emails or anything. That was an example. Will we... Will we still remember him? I'm afraid you won't. He will never have existed. Yes! Do this! This plan is good! Bernard gets his job back! No guilty feelings! Everything's hunky-dory! Bernard, that's not how absolution works. Mark my words, I will personally make you pay for what you did to Peter. Whether or not any of us remember it. If we don't have any other choice, I think it's only right that I be the one to throw Pete's head into the abyss. Interesting. So you feel that because he was your friend and employee, it is your personal duty to send him off? That's about the size of it. Besides, who knows what those statues are planning to do with Peter's head? That's the plan? Track down statues, retrieve Peter's head, and throw it into the abyss? Pretty much. That sounds simple. Enough. Uh, yeah, but how are we going to find this abyss? That's where the ARPD comes in, I guess. Also, what just happened to your voice, KT? <sighs> Damn it. This keeps happening to me. Must be a side effect of the vampirism. <laughs> this is going to be great! Fernand is going to solve all his problems this way from now on! Watch out, Albert and Kobe! Seriously, dude? I will rip you to shreds right now. When it's all over, maybe no one will remember why I killed you. But at least justice will have been served. Step off, Rove. We need all the help we can get. Even if the source is unsavory. Guys, let's just remember who we're doing this for. Peter wasn't just your friend, Rove. He was all of ours. Including yours, Fernod. Exactly, I've called him a friend per se, but it was fun watching him turn people to stone. Is everyone ready? Looks like it. Good. Let's go. If it's you guys again, go away. I told you that I don't know. Hey, RPD, open up. We know you don't know. But you can help us find those statues. Who? Alternative Realities Police Department, Time Space Cohesion Unit. No surprise if you haven't heard of us. Here's my badge if you need proof of our authority. Uh huh, and. Oh my god, it's you guys again! Sup! It's alright, they're with us for the time being. We came to you because, apart from Gordon and his employees, you're the last person who saw the statues that we're looking for. And we need your help to track them down. How do you think I can help? He just said how. Do you have any idea which way they went when we first came to life? 
Well, after they left, I did notice some odd searches in my browser history for gravitational singularities near me, but I haven't a clue what that's about. They're probably looking for a portal to the abyss to drop Peter's head in so they can be restored to their former selves. Not really sure how that works, but I have something that might be of use. I'll be back. One husk says it's an abyssal detector that he just happened to have lying around. No bet. Here you guys go. Hey! <laughs> I've been looking for that old portal detector. Not going to press charges, though. It's an obsolete model. Well, there goes my usefulness. Not necessarily. The statues couldn't have gone too far from your lab or even the city, even given how long ago they came to life. Good thinking, KT. Considering that Pete's funeral at the graveyard was the last place we saw them, we should be able to triangulate their current location using the graveyard and this lab as starting points. But that portal to the abyss could be anywhere. We'll handle that problem. Nevertheless, thank you for your cooperation. Wait, what's that thing? A camera. People still use standalone cameras? Apparently, you enjoy listening to audio dramas, since you're hearing this message. I'll keep it short so you can get back to the fun stuff. If you would like to see and experience how all these stories, voices, sound effects, and music come together to create theater of the mind, make plans to visit the Modern Audio Drama Convention in Halifax, Nova Scotia, July 24th through 26, 2020. Meet the creators. Find out how to write, record, mix, sweeten, and produce movies that play in your head. See what the voices you hear actually look like. We never look like we sound. For all the details, visit madcon.com. That's M-A-D as in modern audio drama, then dash as in dash on over, then con as in convention, duh, then dot as in it'll be the most fun you've had in a while, period, then com as in come on over, we'll love to see you. Madcon, your ears and brain will thank you. To cut a long story short, we managed to track down the statues to the abandoned amusement park. <laughs> I've never quite been a fan of these places. Anyway, more specifically, we found them at the doors to the old funhouse, which was locked. Come on, brothers! One of these things has got to be the portal! <laughs> Apparently, they'd just been throwing Peter's head. At everything they find. Like some kind of futile trial and error approach on different things while trying to find the portal. Oh, come on! <sighs> Way to go, Fernod. They've spotted us. You there, former employer and co workers and other people I don't recognize, assist us to open this door. You guys know him? His name is Carl. He was a new delivery driver, but then somebody tricked him into looking at Peter's snakes. Hey, that was cathartic. Sure it was. Well, we came all this way, and seeing as we have a common goal, might as well oblige. Uh, anybody got a key? Everyone, stand back. A laser cutter! Yep. See, we typically use them for small-scale break-ins. Hey, uh... Uh, you got any extra of those? 
know, the more I think about this plan, the less necessary it seems. Well, you're the one who said that it was our responsibility, but on reflection, I kind of agree. There it is. There what is? That's the portal. What, the trash can? Yeah. I'm going for the head! Fernand, wait! No way, Gordon! We came this far, and Fernand's gonna see it through! To his credit, Fernand made it daringly towards Peter's head. It was probably the most heroic thing I'd ever seen him do. Of course, he was a moment too late. Carl released Pete's head into the trash can just a mere second before Fernod could grab it, and the imp landed hard on his back. I cast you away, foul snakehead! Whoa. Freaky. Oh gosh, yes, I can walk. I, I, I can masturbate again. Well, at least all the statues are back to their old selves again. So, we'll take this as a mission accomplished. You all just stay out of trouble. Wait. Yeah. I still remember everything. I still remember Pete. Well, that can't be good. <laughs> huh. How about that? Let's go, Jagger. Fernand, Ruth, uh, how's it going? Should I tell him? Nah, I'll handle that. This has been Postal Roach's presentation of Emperor Pigs, Episode 9, Living Stone, written by Paul Hikari. Featured in the cast were Sarah McManus as Rove, Carlos Ortega Jr. as Gordon, Persephone Rose as Fernod, Gary Scales as Jaguar Travis, Jessica Rose as Maggie, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Roxana Ellsworth, Dave McIver as Dr. James Singer, Jordan Oren and Cassandra Cherry as KT, Toschi as Conrad, Dirk Alley as Carl, Conrad Adet as the Minister, and Ariel Marie Highwind as the Sophisticated Operational Functionality Interface. Original music arranged and performed by Megan Rose Scott. Emperor Pig's theme song by Jordan Oren. Our sound engineer was Carlos Ortega Jr. Emperor Pigs is a creation of Persephone Rose. The executive producer for Postal Roach is Persephone Rose. I'm Mark Wahlberg. What? Who wrote that? I'm Persephone Rose. Production copyright 2019 by Postal Roach. Visit us on the web at postalroach.com. Special thanks to our very important patrons, Alexander Ismail and Carlos Ortega Jr. on Patreon. Patrons who pledge as little as $100 will be openly worshipped as gods by characters on the show, as well as receive early ad-free access to each episode. Show Emperor Pig some love at patreon.com slash postalroach. We also do the social media thing. Hashtag us on Twitter at Emperor Pigs and book our face like at Facebook.com slash Emperor Pigs. Coming up on the next Robots of the Company. Hello, Potch. Um, are you asleep? Obviously not. I mean, why would I be asleep at... Three o'clock in the morning? I had that 
dream again. Seriously? It was that one I always have. You know the one. About the weird alien cyborgs? That's it. You were watching that TV show again, weren't you? Well, yes, but it's just so addictive. Professor Howe and the Metalborgs? I mean, even the title hooks you in right away. I mean, it's like a spaceship crash. You just can't look away. What's that? It's the alarm. It signals an emergency. Harmony, what's happening? We're under attack. I knew it. It's the Metalborgs. They've come for us. The what? Just ignore him, Harmony. What's actually happening? We are indeed under attack, Captain. I knew it. See, I told you so, Putch. Shut up, Zimtron. Who's attacking us, Harmony? It's a group of space pirates, Captain. They've sent a message that we are to surrender. They're planning to board us. But they said if we don't surrender immediately, they'll blow the ship out of space. Oh, boy. Oh, no. That's coming soon from Dream Realm Enterprises, found exclusively at dreamrealmsite.com. Chapter 8,008,135! As each appendage dug deeper into my being, I felt a growing sense of calm wash over me. Maybe some pizza. It was as if the rhythmic pulsations in my every cavity were the universe's way of telling me everything was going to be okay. And then... The queen came. <sighs> I knew I should have picked the electric chair.